So we're going to do this thing? We're ready? We good? Do it. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> Why do I do that every time? Because <clears throat> you believe you need to. Okay, I do actually really need to cough now, so um, mm. hang on. You hum, right? To, to get the phlegm out, right? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> the Hamilton Revisit Podcast. My name is Josh McLemore, and I have here with me Audrey Lane Crocker Goodwin. That's right. All four names. You All got it. All four names. And Andy Unger. Hey. And just, um, two. just two names. Just two names. Uh, and we're going to uh, we're gonna do something a little, a little different, but not totally different. Um, we're going to talk about, I mean, it is a song in Hamilton, but it's not on the cast recording. So if you were going by the cast recording, you're really confused about this episode because... You're like, wait, I thought we were supposed to be doing nonstop. And we will. But this is one of those things that was left out of the cast recording because Lynn wanted to leave it for um, people to experience in theaters. Yeah. So you could say instead of raising the mic, we're merely like lifting it out a little bit. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Pointing to the mic. <laughs> right. Point. Well, we're still raising it. It's just not Ravana all the way. whiting the mic. It's like Gest- shoulder. It's like shoulder level. Gesturing towards the mic. It's like holding um, a snow cone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do need to talk about it because I, I, it can't go in the nonstop episode because I'm sure nonstop is going to be a, like long. It's a lot. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot. But it's relevant. It's super, super relevant to the to what's going on here. And so I think we're just going to talk about it and just see how we'll see what happens. So I know Audrey, you had written down some thoughts, and so I'm gonna let you start, and then we'll just roll. Yeah. So first of all, I love that he left this off of the album. I love that there are little nuggets that you don't Mm. get to hear on the recording that when you see it live, there's extra things. I've been to a couple of shows where it was literally like, there's not anything that's not on the cast recording. So it's cool to see it in person, but Mm. you don't really feel like you're getting a like insider scoop. Whereas I feel like this is, there's not a lot of them for Hamilton, but this is one of those little Easter eggs that he hides for us, which I really like. And so first of all, the first experience that I had when hearing this song was, oh my gosh, Anthony Ramos, you better sing. Like, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for showing up with some vocals. Right. And also like, why hasn't he been singing more? (laughs) I've got these people that like are not great singers singing a whole lot throughout this whole act. And then Anthony pops out and I'm like, okay, okay, sir. Like, yes, I want more of that. (laughs) Yeah, Maybe Lin-Manuel thought, you know, we don't want to get his ego too big after, uh, well, because he was, he's in In the Heights, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's Uh He's in like, and so that he was like, we'll, we'll save him for the, for the theatrical version of in the heights. Yeah, he is going to, he is going to be in that, or he is in that. Um, he also, I don't know if he had done 21 chump street at this point. Um, uh, but there's like a one, have you seen that Audrey? I have not. It's like a, we have to watch it. It's like a 15 minute, like one act. Um, like they did it for NPR. It's literally a stage production of an episode of, um, what is, uh, Ira Glass's show? Uh, um, hmm. I can't remember the name of it right being. now. 
No, it's not Hourglass, the NPR guy. Um, Hourglass well, is the NPR guy. Yeah. 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 What's Radio that? Lab. Nope. I don't. Oh, it Lord. isn't. I, why am Just I losing? Talking. It? Right. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. Um, um, this American uh, life. Thank you. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. We're, we're not MP. This is not a podcast on NPR. No, we're it's not. not. We're not. <laughs> um, and definitely not now. Um, uh, but anyway, it's like a, it's like a one act. They did an episode. Lin-Manuel took an episode of this American life and turned it into a play and a musical and it's wonderful. And Anthony Ramos is in it. Um, that was a long way of getting to the point. I knew the dude could sing, but I don't know where, I, I don't know if it was before this or after this, but yeah, he can sing. Mm. Yeah. And I think that just hasn't been utilized so it hasn't, far. And it really and, won't be. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. He's, like, he's not the singer in this play and that's Mm-mm. okay. We've got other singers. You just ruined the back half of this, of this, uh, <laughs> for me. Thank you. I'm someone, out. someone that was I'm holding out. on for more of that. Sorry. Find a, find a new co-host. <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. Um, so yeah, I, I love that I get to hear Anthony Ramos sing. I also love that this is a big transition moment, which we talked about earlier, that mm. there's a whole lot going on right now. Uh, I think one of the things that sticks out the most to me about the fact that Hamilton is learning about his death. And one of the things that stings the worst is that the war was already over. Mm. It feels so much more senseless in that space and obviously the ending of a war is not clean and tidy it's messy and there's still a whole lot of animosity so they talk about the fact that there was a gunfight and he died in the gunfight when they Mm. were retreating and Mm. it's so painful for me in that moment i'm like oh man you almost made it like the war was over you made it through all these battles so that makes it particularly painful for me watching this and watching Hamilton learn of the death of his friend. Mm. Yeah. Cause you go from him like staring at his son and Mm -hmm. just that smile on his face that he has at the end of dear Theodosia going to the anguish and the agony of learning that his friend is dead. Yeah. I I definitely got that vibe as we were watching. I was like, I don't think I'd really paid it that much attention to what um lynn was doing in that scene but mm-hmm. just today it caught me of just like how unbothered he is by anything other than staring at his son um and he's like i know it's i, I saw it was from john like i'll read it later and how many times have you seen like a letter or a text message or something come through from somebody and been like oh i know who that like i'll, I'll do with that later and then it turns out to be something really important mm-hmm. um and then yeah. to see his face just change um after being so excited about the war being over, so excited about his child, content maybe for the first time in the play. Um, And then this, you know, slaps you in the face. Yeah, which is really interesting because it it shows how brief the moment is that Hamilton Mm. is content, that he's, they've done so much great work and he knows there's more work to be done. And he says that at the end, but in the context of Hamilton, the play, this is the catalyst that causes him to say, what am I doing? There's so much more to be done. I have to get to it. So Mm -hmm. even the rest to welcome his child into the world and to be with his wife for a moment and settle into the fact, Hey, like celebrate the victory we won is, is so short lived. And suddenly it's like, Oh, this is the reality, like slammed back Mm -hmm. into his face. There are lots of people that have died for this cause. And now we have to start making steps forward. And obviously Hamilton wants to be right up in the middle of that. So it's interesting to see that 
turn on a dime yep. as yeah. soon as he finds that out. It's crazy because he, like a lot of people, when they're when they're overcome with grief, they kind of go back to their families and they say like, do what matters or like everything else doesn't matter, but your family matters. Like hold on, cherish those moments. And he's like, no, I got to go to work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a, another technique, another coping skill of avoidance, right? Like just Mm. just (laughs) bury myself in my work and, and also in some way make his death worth it. You know, Mm -hmm. if, if my friend died for this, all these other people have died, but now it's very, very personal that one of his close friends is dead. So now he has to make it worth his while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, did you have some, I, some yeah, no, yeah, I, I liked that the, when he was reading the letter that you could see the other two guys up mm. on the balcony. So you get, you get without them saying anything that they all, this is his group, right? And they all received these letters, even that his father knew to send these letters to these three men and who knows if that's what actually happened in real life but for the for the purposes of really underscoring the relationship between these four men it it does a beautiful job in just a moment right we see the three of them learning this news at once and that's gonna launch all of them into into something that is even greater right like building a new country and I'm just really fascinated by seeing that display of connection between four men, mm. which is pretty uncommon. I mean, in any kind of media, the genuine affection and love between men as friends is not something that we see very often. It's usually funny or it's people razzing each other or a competition. So I think it's really lovely. And although it's sad, it's, it's nice to see that portrayed in a different way. Mm. Yeah, no, that is that is a good moment when they come up above, um, just to see them kind of walk in, and it is it's sort of like I mean they're gonna get one more shot at these characters with the next song, but then all of these guys um, that are kind of up in the wings and and um, Anthony Ramos like they're gone. They, this is kind of one of their last little moments to just be together, and I think like they're not together like in the story, but it's it's cool to have them there together on stage and that connection that we saw way back um, earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And and I love this out of the context of real life moment that we have between Hamilton and Lawrence. And he's looking over at, you know, at him as he's finishing his song and recognizing that's the moment where we see the switch happen. You know, he takes a look at his friend and then he says, I've got so much work to do. And I I love that. I love that we take it out of context. He's standing there singing post death, right? Like in, in this story. And, Mm -hmm. and we see that connection even after Hamilton has lost him. And I think it's, it's done really beautifully and simply like he looks over at him, they look at each other and then the moment's gone, but it's it's really well done. I think it's one of the nice moments about having extra camera angles and stuff is that (laughs) you can look at it from that point of view. So you can see it's coming from Lawrence's side that you can see Hamilton's eye line and you can see Lawrence's as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. I enjoyed that a lot um, to see them looking at each other like that. um, It's one of those moments where, I don't mind that what I think I'm seeing, I am seeing two characters seeing one another, but I'm also seeing these two people that have worked really hard on this show um, kind of have a moment of connection of like, man, we we know we, 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 we know we did it. That was awesome. And 
we know what we're about to do with this next song. So mm-hmm. like, that's the way I take it. Like, yeah. Um, I'm sure that there is some layering of right. the actors being present. Also right. Too, but yeah. <laughs> roll her eyes at me. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> I roll my eyes. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. A little side no, eye. I roll my eyes at the fact that the actors are present, not that you're recognizing it. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll take roll that. Roll my eyes at their acting capabilities, not your observation. <laughs> okay. Cool. Good. My observation was astute. They're just not doing it the way you would like them to. Right. I'm a purist. <laughs> so <laughs> here we are. We know this already. Oh, man. All right. Good times with that. I want to make a couple of comments on it. And then I want us to, we're going to, we're going to close this up because, um, you know, we got other things to talk about. We got a, new, a whole other song. Uh, I'm thinking these are going to release in the same, the same day. So whoever's listening to this, we got another one right after you're done with this. Um, I think we need this song because um, Dear Theodosia pulls us to this really emotional, really content, really happy sort of place. And there's no reason, if you're listening to the to the cast album, I always wonder, like, why do we go from Dear Theodosia to, like, nonstop? Like, how do you do that? And um, this is how you do that. You give, you give Hamilton a reason to kind of get back into it, to get thrown back into his work. Um, and he that is exactly what's happening here with that. You know, I have to... I have so much work to do. He's, he's changed from like, listen, we're going to, we're going to do this thing and we're going to, we're going to raise our kids in this new nation that we're building to like, I have to do things because it's got to be done now. And it gives him that urgency. You hear it in his voice as he moves past Mm -hmm. there. And um, that's one of the reasons that like, I do appreciate this song. um, And also like, that's why we have to have it. I mean, it is, it is pretty and it does give these people, it does give Anthony Ramos a chance to shine. But honestly, I think it's doing a lot more legwork to get us into the next song since they decided not to end, you know, the act three or four other times. Yeah. Yeah, it's what we would call in theater the inciting incident, which mm-hmm. happens, you know, it happens kind of several times in the course of this play because it's long and there are multiple arcs. Right. So it's it's the thing that launches us into the next big conflict. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. I don't really have much else to say about it, um, you know, other than I think it's a really good um, look into the person that John Lawrence was. I obviously has a lot of respect for John Lawrence, Lynn does, um, and and the work against slavery. Um, and they've been keeping with that theme with him pretty much every time he's brought up. Um, mm-hmm. And so to have this moment where, um, you know, he, he died in the process of um, living out this dream that they've communicated throughout the play is 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 pretty and and um, it's sad, but it's like sad in like a like an honoring way. I think of the person that at least the way Lynn sees the person of John Lawrence. So yeah. Um. All right. So what we're not going to do is deal with lyrics because um, one of the like these lyrics are all here. Like we've heard them before in other songs, uh, in another song, and the rest of it is just dialogue, spoken dialogue. Um, we're not going to talk about who won because that doesn't really matter. And also John Lawrence, um, (laughs) 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 just to be clear, we are going to do though is rate it because I feel like I do want it to fit in our rating scheme here. So, um, why don't we, Audrey, are you prepared to be the one to rate it first? Sure. I can rate it. I think I would give this song a nice 7.5. Okay. So it, because it does the lifting of moving us from one place to another and we need this information we need the fact that Lawrence has died we need this catalyst for Hamilton to go into this non-stop 
mindset, which obviously it's not a hundred percent responsible for Hamilton's nonstop mindset that's been there before, but I think it certainly gives us another window into why this is the way he's behaving, especially immediately after this. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important. I also think it's too little to give it too much more than that. So, um, yeah, I, I think a seven and a half is what is fair and what is earned. Yeah. I think I give it a seven. Um, mm-hmm. for all the same reasons I think what it does all the things that Audrey just mentioned I agree with um, and even though it's kind of short it still gave me like a chills mm-hmm. um, like with a nice little moment between the two of them yeah yep. uh, before you say goodbye to him I agree um, I was when I started talking tonight I was gonna give it a lower score then we watched it um, and I, I got chills like Andy said um, listening to Anthony Ramos um, sing sing that part, and it's so funny because it's not it's not like he's singing a whole lot, and we've heard it before, but man, he just knocks it out of the park. He he sangs it. He sangs he it, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm giving I'm going to give it a seven point two five. I feel like that is what it needs. Um, I, and to be fair, that's come up from like my initial knee jerk reaction when I just thought of this song was like four. So. <laughs> So it's come up a bit since we started, up in the ranks. <laughs> since we started talking uh, because it is, listen, it deserves it. It, it is doing, Audrey, you're right. It's, and it's doing heavy lifting here, uh, but also it is pretty uh, and, and well done uh, to be so um, reserved in the midst of the insanity that's about to happen on stage. Um, so it deserves it. It deserves it. I, I appreciate it. Uh, any closing thoughts on this before we, we, we get out of here? Nope. No. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, that is, um, does this even have a name? I don't know. I don't know what I would call it. Um, it must in the program, but I don't, I don't know what it is, but uh, mystery. Tell us mis- what it's called. Mystery someone. song. Someone, <laughs> someone let us know. Um, uh, but, uh, when you hear us again, which hopefully you'll be in just a few minutes when you're done listening to this, um, we're going to be talking about nonstop. So, uh, go ahead and, and hop over there. Or if you're, you know, c- catching up, go over there now and, and we'll see you. Or- uh, or take a break and then come back. Take a break. Um, don't go upstate. Don't go upstate. Just uh, take a quick break. Uh, walk around. You can take us with you walking around, though. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. Going to walk. Glass of water. Use the yeah. restroom. Mm-hmm. All those <laughs> things. Uh, also could take us with it. Well, there's headphones. So it could take us with us any of those places. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed this. And we'll see you and we talk about nonstop. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Raise a Mic podcast. If you're still here, we know you're a Hamill fan like us, and we want to invite you to become part of the show. You can send us your fun takes on the songs coming up by shooting us an email to raiseamike at gmail.com. If you're using the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice memo, and we may use that in the show. Like we said, go ahead and subscribe, review, and rate the podcast because it really does help us rise up those ranks. And make sure to share this podcast with all your Hamilton-loving friends. Until we see you again, we thank you for stopping by and listening to us rant about this musical that we all love so much. Till we meet again, raise a mic, everybody.